0: Yo, what's up? This is more of the of Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.O. sneakers and This is my co-host.
1: I sell sneakers, not dreams.
0: And what episode is this? 128.
1: 128.
0: 128. I don't know why I'm thinking this is 127, and I thought you just said 127, but... I
1: say 127. I clearly said 128, but
0: okay. Because that's what you said prior... To... But doesn't need to hear another. Well, I had a thing.
1: You had a thing. Tell us about your thing.
0: Yeah, so... I went to L.A. on business, mm-hmm. and while they're on business, I made it to point to go to Complex Long Beach. Okay. Um, Complex Con, Long Beach was dope. Mm-hmm. The overall trip was dope. You mm-hmm. know, obviously, I made it there safe and made it back safe, which is always a great thing, but also the experience was dope. Okay. Um, so, you know, within the space of being an entrepreneur and working and networking, uh, you want to go to new spaces and meet new people mm-hmm. and see where you can connect and all those things. So that's kind of like one of my main reasonings for, for going. Okay. Um, And so I got there on like Friday morning, 8 a.m. You know, so that Friday I got to bump around, went to the art district, check some boutiques out, mm-hmm. talk to some people. It met some very interesting though people. Um, They was very... Insightful. Okay. Um, also they like what I was doing. And like they extended Oliver Ranch. You know what I'm saying? So that was really dope. So, um, I appreciated that. And so Monday was just like I mean, I said Monday, Friday was just like (laughs) a real like chill little vibe, just hitting some different spots, just Yeah. You know what I mean? Just peeping the scene. Um, Saturday, day one of Complex. Okay. You know, um, I would say this experience okay, was similar.
1: Hold on. <laughs> you got to bring us there. What you okay. have on? Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, because
1: I know you popped out with something. Oh yeah, no. You be so, having stuff in the closet, and you don't ever. Yeah. So put it no, on. I
0: wore this like little tweed, um, multicolored, like long sleeve joint from Minimal. Okay. Um, I actually had like these leather front and back panel with like denim inserts.
1: Okay.
0: Um they like flirt from minimal as well. It just so happened like minimal had a crazy sale before I left so I just kind of got in where I fit in. As you should. Um get. and then I wore the Turret squad Air Force ones on day 1. Mhm. Um then the following day
1: No, no, no. Are you we're still understand it day we're, one? we're play okay. by play. Okay,
0: we're doing play by play. Okay. So since we're doing play by play this this was that's what the outfit mm-hmm. um but also I had the VIP access. Okay. So we'd be having VIP access. You had a totally separate entrance. Okay. Um. So went into the entrance. Went in. It was it was a simple process. One really long line, or long wait, or anything like that, which you would expect for having VIP. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: If you are going for this experience, if you can not afford it, mm-hmm. I would suggest to the VIP in. access. Mm-hmm. You get two hours early to go in and shop and do everything. So like the first my first angle was the J Tips booth. Mhm. Um and being in the J Tips booth, it was this it was this other couple that was in front of me. Okay. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got a dope swag woo woo." So we talking and I find out they got a whole hair care product. You know what I'm saying? Oh wow. And what's dope about the hair care product is that they it's like in the hip hop form. So like some of their hair care uh casing looks like a spray can um and different stuff like that. So it's it's like it's really really dope. You know what I'm saying? And it's just interesting what I enjoyed about um just complex kind in general is the fact that you never know who you're standing next to. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. never know um who is around you. And I definitely want to make sure I shout out their brand. Um and show them some show them some love so it's the i love the dough i okay. hope i'm pronouncing that right um and and so like they mousse it looks like a spray can um and then they got like the sweetest thing it's called the moisture mask they got all type of hair curl pop, products the one called the pop and lock um and like it's this is a really dope product they're out of atlanta they said that their product is everywhere. They got one called the Gangster Rap.
1: Oh shoot! Yeah, if they I like got a good rap now.
0: Yeah, so I got they got um a cream called the Big Papa. Um, and and so like if you haven't, they got one called the Crazy Sexy Curl. Um, so if you haven't heard of this product, um, definitely tap in, and I hope I'm pronouncing. It's D O U X. I love the so I hope. Uh, you know, the ex is like a silent, so like a doll. Yeah, so that's what or I was dude. saying. Yeah, so that's what I was that's what I was alluding to. But I wanted to make sure that I showed them some love and you know, and like supported them. You know, so they say they are in Target, Sally's, Walmart, JC Walgreens, um, Walgreen, C V S or any of your popular um beauty shop beauty okay. beauty uh spots. beauty retailer beauty retail there Distributor. you go you know and it was just so it was just so dope because they was in the same line we were and so obviously for those who follow me you got to see that i did grab both pairs of the J tips um not only did i was able to grab both pairs but i did get to talk to to jay himself and had a dope interaction and dope conversation just with him about his brand and his just his whole experience about his trajectory to where he has gotten. And it, he was very forthcoming and very, just just a very <laughs> dope person. So, <laughs> I really want to say thank, him, thank you to him for signing the boxes. Yeah. Because he autographed them the whole nine. And he even had his own Sharpie ready to, ready to go. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was... That was the first initial experience that you know what I'm just I had at complex kind. Okay. So then, furthermore, being in there, we just started to move around. So like as the day started to progress, mm-hmm. you know, we start to see um, celebrities. You know, getting interact with different people. Um, that's
1: the one thing I do like about complex kind, like the celebrities yeah. that are there they ready to interact. It's not like a oh my God, they only paid me to show up type thing. Yeah.
0: And Mm -hmm. so um from what y'all got to see, I got to meet a lot of a lot of dope individuals. Um and I met West Side Gun. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of people who was kind of like hesitant to Mm -hmm. to walk up and speak to him. Um I spoke to him, you know what I'm saying. He gave me a couple minutes to holler at him and took a flick real quick and you know what I'm saying that was a dope experience
1: that's good from
0: somebody who sit and you know and fuck with his music and listen to it me too and to you know to actually you know when you when you get into brush shoulders with these people and it's not like really just all the way in like a fan zone mm-hmm. it's just like you just touching what you feel is tangible yeah so when you're in the space of being creative and doing all these things you're like mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. you know I'm not trying to go kick it with you or be your best friend, but the fact that we was able to have this interaction and this communication that made my day and then inspired me in some type of way. Yeah. And for, like, people who own brands or want to be people who start their own brands, I suggest you go to events like this. Yeah. Because now you get to interact with people who are established on a different level, and you get to see how they formulate and do things. Mm -hmm. and not saying that you want to copy and paste what they do, but you might find one key thing that you really fuck with. Right. Like, um, day one, I got to meet Ace Bari. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to meet, um, the perfect pair, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and that was extremely dope. Like I said, J tips, um, uh, who else did I meet day one? It was so many people that I met that I'm losing track, but, um, and then, like going to like the different boutiques and the ones that you know of, mm-hmm. and then the ones that you don't know. So yep. now you get an inspiration, and then you like, oh, this is really dope. So now, like, depending on what your pocket's looking like, if you're on the budget, you got to slow down because you like, I've only went to like three or four spots, right? And they got 150 vendors,
1: right?
0: And they had then they had 30 food places, so you had a lot that you could, you know, tap into. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, so like the whole A6, the mm-hmm. Depot gallery shit, that shit was crazy. It was getting shut down. Um, and then they was only released. They only had 200 pairs to release between both days. So like they was literally releasing 25 every hour. So if you really want to be there and get there and get that shoe, you either had to be standing there like literally all day mm-hmm. to get that. Or you just you know went about your day like it's
1: a hell of an engagement yes. process though, so. but it makes sense so you wouldn't have to so you won't sell out during that first hour.
0: Yeah, but so. the thing but the thing is that I think that was a little bit frustrating for me was that like if you're a VIP person mm-hmm. and you got there at nine, and so let's say you was in the line, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and so like let's say you got there at like nine twenty, and there's already been twenty five people walk in. Now you have to stand in line for the next drop. So the next drop might not be till eleven o'clock.
1: Dang. So you just in line.
0: Right. And so so if you don't know that they were only dropping twenty five pair and you in the line from <laughs> you just So you miss it. so you're losing out on your, your whole two hour advance mm-hmm. that you had to shop with other boutiques. So then like let's say you're the twenty fifth the twenty sixth person behind the twenty fifth person, you think that, okay, I'm still here from nine 30 to 11 so i'm finna get a pair
1: mm-hmm.
0: no now you're stuck in line until the next drop
1: so i can't get the the the, the comeback at such and such time because yeah, you, you can't
0: yeah because it's like if you get out of line you're gonna you're gonna lose your space that's crazy and then by you got to think of it like this so by the time you getting through the 25 mm-hmm. the 50 the 75 you're not getting your size by the time you get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a very low likely chance that you're getting the size that you desire.
1: Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? The further back. So, like, we had missed out on the opportunity the first day. And mm. shout out to Dom. Dom came to my sneaker expo um, at the Hawthorne, and I bumped into him. He had a VIP pass as well. So, we decided to, like, bump around, you know what I'm saying, together. And uh, so, we like I said, we went to JTL's first. That was the first mission. And then, like, it was just too chaotic over there. So, we was just like, okay, we're going to hit that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the we went to the Cactus Jack, Levi, um, Denim Tears collab. Okay. They was doing appointments the first day. So, we didn't get an appointment. So, we had to wait till the following day to, you know, to check out. Not to check out, but, like, to purchase some stuff. Everything was one-on-one pieces. Oh. So, that's what made that very special as well. It was a three-way collab, number one. And, like, all the denim that was used from the levi collaboration Mm -hmm. was uh vintage pieces so this wasn't like your
1: new run of manufactured you know what i mean
0: so so yeah so you was getting to tap in with like some different unique things the ebay setup and activation was really dope lg got like this um this shoe storage like clean not cleaner but it kind of like um which is what I want to like use. A preserving yeah, it or preserve something? your shoes. Okay. So it's so like your shoes sit in there and it turns 360 real slow. Mm-hmm. So it's got a fire display and it's preserving your sneakers. Okay. So like they was doing this thing where if you was able to, you sign up. If your name was called, you get called up to answer three questions. It could be questions about fashion shoes mm-hmm. or like whatever. You answer the three questions right, then you spin the wheel to potentially win like a gift card or. Or you actually get to win some of these boxes. Okay. I know one guy, he actually won, like, so many boxes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was a really dope experience. And yeah. Jeff Staples was actually was the one that was asking the questions.
1: Oh, dope.
0: Yeah. So, that was really dope. Um. Then it was this other area where they had, like, these dope-ass cassette, like, look like boom boxes, but mm-hmm. it had, like, cassette tapes in it. And... It was clear, so you could see all the different cassette tapes that was in there, oh. and like they were honoring um, Rascash, um, Exhibit, um, Kid, and I feel like I'm missing one person, but Kid, from yeah, like Kid and Black, yeah. From, from oh, kid. okay. So you know what I mean. So I came back, you know what I mean, because uh, I was a big fan of Class Act, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of all the house parties, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So like. Just to have that nostalgia moment was dope. Um, even like for exhibit from like his music to the Pimp my ride days, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like everything. So I know for some people they might be like might not be really into that whole thing, but like that was a dope experience for me, you know what I mean, to interact and engage with them guys as yeah. well. Um so then as we moved around, um, we went to um Artifact and we went where you could pre-order like their shoes, they don't come out for like six months. Only thing they had on hand that you can buy was a t-shirt. Okay. You know what I mean, and that was a really dope experience. um They had some of the shoes there where you could see them and, and check them out in hand, mm-hmm. and, and like understanding that whole process of NFTs and learning that whole where world and experiencing that because you know we've talked about the metaverse and oh, yeah. all that on past. Um, Podcast, but I don't think we had understood the full experience we no, we of didn't. it and the possibilities of it. So I kind of got a different perspective from that. A visual,
1: a visual. Then yeah.
0: I went to pastel.
1: Okay.
0: You know what I'm saying? Custom pastel pieces. Uh-huh. And I found out like when those colorways is never being dropped again. That's number one. I got to talk to like one of the partners of the brand. I saw Ian Connor, and yes, we would get to the whole fight situation, <laughs> but, um, so, yes, uh, I got to see Ian. Um, I didn't get to speak to him. It was just, like, chaotic. Mm-hmm. But I made sure I cop, you know what I'm saying, a few pieces. One thing I didn't get to do that I will do is to show, like, how they do their authentication process through NFT. Oh, yeah. So, you tap the back of the tag. Mm-hmm. It shows you what number out of 400. It was, like, 400 um, T's and 200 crewnecks. Okay. So, you tap the back. You know what I'm saying, And then you basically sign up for um, their newsletter thing. Mm -hmm. And the only way you get to purchase the infamous pastel jacket that Mm -hmm. they're going to re-release is if you purchase these pieces.
1: Mm. That's
0: the only way. That's a dope concept. Yeah. And they was like, they was worried about their product being um, copied. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so they was like, this is the way that we can guarantee that you have it's an authentic. authentic. Yeah, yeah. That you have an authentic piece because you have to tap it and it will pull up and it will show all the information that that shows to authentic authenticate the piece.
1: Okay. I like that.
0: So, so yeah, so that was, you know, that was a dope process. Um just moving around, went to Nipsey uh booth. I actually I went back to his booth a few times. Mm-hmm. Um they had the Brinks truck up in there, you know what I'm saying? They had a big mural on the backside. You know what I'm saying? I have a classic Nipsey image with a uh-huh. Crenshaw shirt on. Um, then they had, like, this whole other part where it looked kind of like a thrifting area where it was, like, these different type of boutiques. Um, and it was really dope. And then they had the uh, food at the lagoon or a feast at the lagoon, something like that, I think yeah. it was called. And, like like I said, it was 30 different food vendors. You know what I mean? So, like, I've tried some Max's Filipino chicken. Okay. It was unique. It was different. It was good though. It it was it was definitely good. You know, uh rice was a little dry. Rice was a little dry. <laughs> Not as much flavor. But the chicken was fired. I, mm-hmm. I was I would say that. Okay. Um and so just basically did some more moving around. Didn't go to no panels or anything day one mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, uh then I met um Nothing Grows Overnight the design, the owner of that brand okay and he was on you know uh hbo max Mm -hmm. with the show with offset and everything like that so that was a dope experience to get to to meet him and it it was even more a dope experience because i followed him before he was on the show so i got to see the progression of his brand and like everything that he has done and to see him get to this moment Mm -hmm. you know i mean it's definitely motivating and like to be able to have a conversation and talk to him was dope as well. He was doing some unique things. Like, if you made a purchase, you can have something to change stitch on whatever product that you purchased. Uh-huh. And then he had, like, these jerseys that was fire. Um, and you can get patches sewn on them. He had custom patches. And for $10, you can get a patch sewn on oh. how many you wanted. So, it was like you, can, you had a way of being able to customize product.
1: That's dope.
0: So. And everything like that. Um, went to Riff LA. They had, they had a booth set up and I had stuff from like early 2000s. Okay. They had like some really dope nostalgia product and they was doing a raffle to where you get to raffle and get anything for retail. Mm. Yeah, so if you bought something um, from them, you automatically get implemented to the raffle. Mm-hmm. Then they was going to call you the following day and let you know that you could come, like I said. So like if you, if it was something that was, let's say air force one is like two thousand dollar air force one uh-huh. and they did have some that was that expensive um and let's say it was a hundred dollars when it, originally, when it yeah. came out you getting it for a uh, hundred dollars oh, yeah and then they had brung out some really dope exclusive like supreme tees mm-hmm. and all this other type stuff too okay so like so yeah so that was pretty much what day one was uh day two outfit uh William Morris, okay. shout out Will. I wore a hey. leather. I wore a leather short sleeve uh, button down joint. Okay. Um, I wore like a carpenter flare denim from Minimal. Um, I got these like tweed earthless ones. What's crazy about these earthless ones is like the sole like changed from like translucent to like gum. Uh huh. So oh. like they yeah like there's they're a nice little sleeper. Um, so you know that was the fit for that day. Okay. Um, we went to denim tours first picked up a couple pieces uh went from denim tours that's when we tried to do the whole gallery depot a6 process when we understood like the process and and this was like okay you you might get a pair but do you really want to go through this process of trying to get a pair and did you want to waste basically like by the time we got in because we got in about like nine we got in about like 9 15. Okay. But the fact because they was like they was telling people not to run. So that was holding up the line because people was trying to run to get to certain places. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure I went to denim tours first. Cause at first they was like, you can make an appointment, then come back. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, you can go in there and get your stuff now. So like brung out like five of each jacket, got the tote bag, brung out like four or five tote bags so I could choose what wash and everything that I liked the most. So the experience that you got with purchasing this was like really, really dope and you know they was really um cool about making sure like you were happy with what you with what you picked up That's you know what good. i'm saying um and so with all that being said we went there went to gallery depot i was going to try to thug it out but i'm like it ain't worth it if i'm gonna miss Yo four f- not just your size but like 4 hours of the event you yeah. know what i'm saying you still got uh so much time to be around you know what I'm saying where other people don't got the chance to so right. like so and this with so many other booths I felt like I haven't really I probably seen uh-huh. but not really get to tap in, to engage and, in those, and engage yeah. with you know what I mean cuz the only panel that I really wanted to go to mm-hmm. was the sneak out of your panel with Jim Jones Yachty, DJ Clark Kent mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's like the second day. Second day was extra turn. You okay. know what I mean? Like, like as you can see, I met DJ Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. As you can see, I met Dipset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you think you wanted him. now. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, like the Dipset experience was like really, really dope. Um, so I had got one of the Dipset tees. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cool Kai was at the at the uh, at the event as well. I didn't see him, but I got one of the tees took a picture with you know what i'm saying dipset took a picture with bb mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, he even hopped in the picture that i was in with dipset you know what i'm saying which was dope as well uh-huh. but it's just like a nostalgia moment of like all the time of listening to like different dipset songs and and everything like that and having like a piece to commemorate like being there right and that interaction and then you know what i'm saying like just talking to him like they were actually like really cool yeah. you know what i'm saying like and he put his arm around me and, you know what I mean, we talking, we snapping pitches and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, obviously you couldn't, like, take up too much time because you got other people in the line right. for the meet and greet. Right. But they tried to be as personable as possible.
1: Yeah, it looked like they were. You would. know what I'm saying?
0: And and it was dope. It was a really, really dope experience. Couldn't ask for a better experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I met a couple actors, uh, went back to, we've been back to the Riff LA to make sure to see if we won, like, the raffle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, went to back to some more boutiques. Just, you know, just talking. So, like, I took a picture with Speedy. He had on the comfy sweatsuit. Uh-huh. And so I got to talk to, like, one of the brand owners of that. And, you know what I mean? Just getting insight and just talking this shit about screen printing and this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so you really getting to, like, get the scoop and nobody is, like, gatekeeping and what you would think would truly happen you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. like it was a really dope experience and then so i'm like okay it was this it was this uh hispanic brand and i'm sorry i cannot remember the name i should have written it down because i bought a Uh t-shirt but it had a dating on the back and it said vita it was a collab with another brand um oh hood rodeo
1: hood rodeo
0: yeah interesting um if I'm not mistaken, Ghetto Rodeo, and because it was rodeo. from Complex Con oh, to I the hood. Oh, I think that. I think that. Yeah, yeah. So it's Ghetto Rodeo, mm-hmm. and they had a shirt with a they had a, it's like a crop drop shoulder tee. It had a big dating on the back of mm-hmm. it, and it was fire. I'm like, oh yeah, like I need that. I'm upset that I didn't get the Complex Con hoodie because it say from Complex Con to the hood. Uh huh. Yeah, that was that was uh that was fire too. I should have. I'm I'm kind of beating myself up about that one. Um, and that's the thing too, you, you get to meet and associate associate yourself with new brands mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have ran across like on a typical base. Okay. Um, so Go ahead. Um,
1: what about food, music? Okay, so
0: so music, music it wasn't like it was a it was some performances going on, mm-hmm. but you really couldn't tell that were going on. Okay. Um, and then like I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't hip to the to who was performing. Okay. So if they were performing, you kind of like you glanced really, over. Yeah, you were not looking for it. Yeah. So and then like, like I said, day two, you know, that's when the meet and greet was at one o'clock from one to three with with Dipset. Dipset mm-hmm. was a little late. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're trying to make sure you in the spot to where you really want to be at.
1: Right.
0: And uh, you know, Kid Cudi performed that day, but we'll get to that. Um, and then so food. This day has some of the, you know, the infamous Trill Burger. Mm. You know, I seen a viral video where the dude was like, it's an oversized White Castle burger, this, that, and the third. So,
1: People like White
0: Castles. Yeah, but like, White Castle is but it's I've cool. Never heard but i like, You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, okay, I got to try them. So, right. the, the first day, line out the ass. I bet. It was no, so I'm like, okay, this time I'm going to go early. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 11.30, boom, let's hit it before we got to come back and. And try to get in this line, right? So, I I got the burger, got the fries. Yes, it was twenty four dollars. Uh,
1: but I kind of expect that at complex kind to
0: be a little pricey. Yeah, but I I wasn't mad at it. Like, so when I, I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna take the first bite. At first, I, I was like, let me dabble in the fries. Uh-huh. The fries was crisp. The fries was fire. Like uh-huh. the seasoning on it was nice. You know what I mean? Not overwhelming, not too salty. But then I got to bite into the burger. i was like, oh shit. <laughs> this motherfucker good okay i won't say it's like the best burger i ever tasted in my life okay but i would say like for me what it what it does for me mm-hmm. i would eat it like i would eat chick-fil-a and i eat chick-fil-a often okay it's like it's that good yeah the quality of it is that good yeah from the bun you, know, like, you can like, expect it yeah like you can expect it to taste well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not like a fast food burger so when you say white castles, like the instant, and they, they had it served up to me quick. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, it's, it's like it, a taste, homemade. it tastes more gourmet. It tastes like a gourmet smash burger, with because you, you got the onions, the sauce, mm-hmm. and everything on it. And, it's, and like, you got to get it with the sauce. If you try to take the sauce off, I feel like that's going to dilute the burger. So okay. maybe he didn't, maybe he was hesitant on the sauce. hmm it didn't have the sauce, but like when you get the sauce on it and taste it with the sauce, it's fire as hell. Mm. Like the sauce is amazing and I'm not big on, you know what I mean, sauces on burgers, pause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On like people sauce. You you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, wait, <laughs> like, wait, yeah, wait. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to leave that alone. Right. <laughs> but but yeah. So not only that, also had the Trill tenders.
1: Okay.
0: The Trill tenders are fire. They're a nice size Pause.
1: Say pause one more time.
0: Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> so that you know, um that it was interesting that they used a different fry for on like with the tenders that mm-hmm. came with the tender used the crinkle cut. They wasn't bad, but like I was really invested with the other fries because I had just tasted that. But well, really um, give you a
1: different experience.
0: And and uh but I say those fries were cool. I really like the other fries better. Mm-hmm. Um and they they was they was really good. They was really, really good. You know what I'm saying? So um, so I definitely like enjoyed all of that. Oh, I had a fire ass strawberry lemonade. A fire. ass A fire. Like when I was like, I was surprised how fire this shit From was. From where? Shit, I don't remember. It was like this. <sighs> it was a Hispanic. Because it was like on the humbug. Mm-hmm. We was walking back in. I was like, man, I need something to drink. Cause like what happened was this is what I was doing right. Everything you spending money left and right. Right. And. From the pieces, whatever money was being spent on, obviously, money was being spent. Right. So, like, it was giving out free, um, what is, what is? it's not Monster, it's not Red Bull, what's the other one? Rockstar. Okay. So, they was giving out Rockstars. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, shit, I don't spend no money on food, like, it's a free drink, I kind of need some energy. Right. Let me take one. So, I take one, I drank half of it, but I was over it by the time I got to, I had three of them. Dang. And by the time I get to half of it, I'm over it. So I'm throwing it away by the time I get to half of mm-hmm. it. So, like, when I go to throw it away, it's saying lemonade. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, y'all got some strawberry? Because, like, I'm not against regular lemonade, but if y'all got them strawberries, douse it in there. Oh. So they had the strawberry lemonade. I'm like, oh, yeah, hand me that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, which one's large? Give me the biggest one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care, like, at this point, how much y'all knocked me over the head for. Uh-huh. Man, that strawberry lemonade was so far. I'm like, y'all must have this sitting marinating. Like, y'all must have...
1: <laughs> y'all,
0: y'all was doing something with this one. They so know what
1: they doing.
0: So, yeah. So, like, had that. You know, went to... Like like I said, we doubled back to some more um, boutiques and everything like that. And then we went to Sneaker of the Year um, panel. How was that? Um, the Sneaker of the Year panel always is weird to me. Like... Like, the listing that they had, I felt like it was so much that is left out. But what I think happens is they go to each individual on the panel mm-hmm. and they pick, like, some of their favorites and they try to
1: go with that
0: Go with that and make it, you know what I'm saying, the top 10 out of that. Mm-hmm. But obviously, a lot of people didn't agree with certain things, so they was trying to flip it around. But it was, it was still sneakers that I felt like should have made the list, that didn't make the list, you know. But I think... It's more or less a talking piece to get, like, everybody talking and to, you know.
1: Interactive, engaging. Yeah, yeah, and
0: everything like that. So, once that was done, it was time for Cudi. You know what I'm saying? You know, watch Cudi perform. Mm-hmm. He did about 10, 11, 12 songs. He gave you a full-on performance. And, like, okay. he had a booth up there, too, for his brand. I think it's called Motar, M-O-T-O-R. M-O-T-O-R and like he has some really fire pieces up in there too. Okay. He almost he almost got me to buy this this one this one long sleeve tee and they had a short sleeve version of it too. That was pretty dope, but he got some he got some really nice pieces so definitely tap into it. Okay. Um and for the Ian Connor shit that happened like the day before cuz I thought Pastel was not going to be able to come back or I, what is it called? It's called World. Well his his homie brand, Bloody Osiris. Uh-huh. Um and so, I don't know what actually transpired. I actually was on the other, other side when it happened. Mm. But as for those who saw the video like I did... Yeah, I saw the video. I ain't find out until I'm like, got to my destination, unpacking everything, making phone calls, letting people know I made it back. And they're like, yo, you, you good? Then I see it. I'm like, yo, these ain't even like the patrons that's fighting. Like, these are the designers. Them the designers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The own, you know what I'm saying? The brands that's fighting. So... And so when I got up the next day, because I ain't, I ain't even peep, dude was knocked out in between the, the rack, and, and it was crazy. Yeah, I was like, it was, it was and, and the thing is, the, the convention center is so huge, mm-hmm. is that they were next to the part that's out connected to outside. So, like, I was literally on the other side towards the entrance. So there's no way in hell you for me to heard, know. Yeah. But what's crazy is. We heard the uh fire alarm start going off. So we're like, oh let's get let's get moved on and moved out the way. Right. Now we find out and I'm like, that's why the fuck.
1: Deferred. The somebody
0: then either turned it on to like distraction or you know what I mean to get people moving along or like whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So um so yeah, like overall it was a dope experience. I didn't mention everybody that I met. It's a ton of great people that I met. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna post more people on my social media that I didn't get to post. Um overall like i said it was a great event i'm um, a great two days um i came back monday at caught a flight at like six something so like that morning went to the beach you know uh, oh i grabbed uh damn i cannot remember the name of this spot that chicken was fire like so they got um they got like this hot chicken mm-hmm. that they put so they got like sauce they put on it and it's like mild, Light is light mile, mile, hot, extremely hot, and they just get hotter and hotter and hotter. Uh-huh. So I'm like, man, let me get a little mile and a little light mile. <laughs> okay. And so like for thirteen dollars, I asked for the three, the three sliders joint. Mm-hmm. No, it was a two, it was a two, either two or three sliders. The fire, the fries was fire, but the slide, sliders wasn't sliders. These was like actual, these looked chicken like sandwiches. actual chicken sandwiches. I so yeah, it was two of them. It was two sliders with it. And I'm like this for thirteen mm-hmm. dollars. That was definitely that was definitely worth it. And I think it was like sixteen dollars with a drink. Oh, that was good. You know what I'm saying? So, and they put it on a bed full of fries. You know what I'm saying? So like, so like that was a dope experience. Then I went down Fairfax, and I went to Cool Kid. No, I went to Cool Kicks on set. That was in the art district. Um, I went down to like the Flight Club. I went down to all these other like dope boutiques. That was down Soul Stage, the Hundreds. You know, and just you know, just just knocked around a little bit, talked to some people, and just checked some things out. So like that was pretty much my experience. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In a nutshell.
1: So your Cali, uh, your Cali complex kind versus Chicago complex kind.
0: So, I would say to a, an extent they both kind of met up the same. Okay. Only difference is there were more dope panels in the Chicago complex kind. Yeah. Um. And then, also, like we had general admission to the um to the Chicago complex con uh-huh. today, and even though we had general admission, like it wasn't as hectic, but obviously this one is a way bigger one, yeah, you know what I'm saying was, and I believe that was the first time it I was done the first in Chicago. One, yeah. Um, so that was a little disappointing. I didn't have as many dope panels mm-hmm. that you you know what I'm saying wanted to check out because like we got to see Sweetie perform. Yeah, like the performances that they had at that point in time was fire. But obviously that was pre-COVID, and we don't know what took place with them trying to get right. whoever they were trying to get. Um, and then overall, um, just the vast amount there was it was so many, like, influencers and stuff that you got to meet at this one. Like, Mm -hmm. it was dope. Like, you got to meet, like, a lot of entertainers and stuff at the one in Chicago. But I was, it was dope to, like, meet the influencers and they talk about, like, how they got to where they are and, you know, when they're trying to give you advice about social media and all this and that and the third. So, like, that was a a big difference. Um, and And obviously, the one that was in... And Long Beach was way, way bigger. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, cool. But I would love to see it come back to Chicago. Me too. Me too. You know what I'm saying? One, because it's closer to home. Yeah. Two, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just really a dope experience, I just felt like, for the Midwest. Yeah. To have it in that, in that space. So, like, if we could even have, like... It focus on the, some of the Midwest brands, yeah, but also bring some of these brands from like other places as mm-hmm. well to implement. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that was the thing about the Chicago when that time was like a dope, A lot of dope Chicago brands. You was able to like talk to the brand owners and you know what I mean, like really connect in a dope way. Yeah, and yeah. so like we got to do like I got to do that in LA or Long Beach. I would love to get that same experience. Yeah.
1: Okay, look at you. Have a yeah. little vacation-esque business trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, creative. Most definitely. No, I definitely got the creative juices flowing. That I've been good. implementing a lot since I've been back. Uh, I've been doing a lot of reach out, phone calls, and text messages with people that I've met. You know what I'm saying? Just to do some follow-up and just to continue You know, what's been built.
1: That's good. Okay, so I, I guess we'll get into the news of everything Yeah. since our last podcast Tyler Perry um, he didn't get BET but he landed a four year Netflix deal to write direct and produce eight new movies uh, Alabama State University is building one of the first HBCU golf club houses in the nation and it will be opening next year
0: and see that's funny because we were just talking about the golfing on the last joint uh-huh. and I was just shouting out you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how like, young black people in general and mm-hmm. black people in general are, like, taken to, like, the golfing experience. Right. So, like, to see that is really dope.
1: That's dope. Uh, also, Chuck E. Cheese locations remove all, uh, well, certain ones will remove all animatronics following the Five Nights of Freddy's
0: release. Have so you seen like, that movie? I, I, I have not see seen it. it. I, I saw, it was so funny. I saw a kid with, like... The box of yeah. like i guess like the the toy
1: mm-hmm. and it's so like a book or it's a book
0: well i think they had the actual like Freddy, whoever like that character yeah, is it's, they had but the, 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 i'm okay. saying
1: it's a book oh okay it's, it's a I series
0: i don't know nobody used it. to uh, oh okay read it so something like goosebumps
1: something like
0: okay, okay. uh
1: and so I guess they came out with this. So it makes sense that the Chuck E. Cheese kind of theme of it would gotcha. I mean, but you know, they got rid of the um my buddy dolls when Chucky mm. came out. Yeah. So it might be a correlation. Yeah. Never know. Um, uh, let's see. Uh several retailers being sued by Gucci for allegedly selling counterfeit product.
0: Yeah, that's fucked up. I'd be like, pissed.
1: Big retailers like uh, what was it, Um, Lord and Taylor, allegedly, Sam's Club, and Century Twenty One.
0: Hey, that's crazy! I like regardless of where you bought it from, if it's supposed to be an authentic product, I'm pissed.
1: Right? Because I thought I was getting the good. So my thing um, is,
0: can you can you go somewhere to get your stuff authenticated and get the real version?
1: would think so
0: or did you just ass sp- out
1: right can you sue cause- or
0: can you just get a refund my thing is you should either be able to get a refund or get the authentic version of what you purchase
1: i agree i agree um let's see what else uh social status owner involved in a money laundering scheme
0: and they made a post about this and how like they was they basically said like everything was gonna come and be cleared up yeah you know what I'm saying, um, but and they say, own Almanier as well.
1: They're trying to say, "Ooh, I'm sorry." Um, that thirty-two million dollars yeah. been laundered? Yeah, that's crazy.
0: It's not crazy, but they, we in the space and like.
1: But the 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 money laundering definition, when you read these stories, mm-hmm. be something totally different than what you think.
0: Yeah, because there's so many different ways to launder money,
1: right? You know they think you're just washing it, you know, because yeah. that's what we see on TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But they'll, you could sell, you know, the rest of a product or something to somebody overseas. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, okay, you're washing your money, you're laundering.
0: Or like when you have multiple companies and you're moving the money around a certain way that, yeah. that can be perceived yeah. that way. So I don't know. I'm going to speak and say like that the, that I believe they are or not. I don't, I really don't know.
1: Right. Me neither. Um,
0: I just hope this don't affect, you know, business. I hope that they are on the up and up. So, you know, what I'm saying, so they can continue to be prosperous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, they just had some fire joints release. You know, I hate to see that come to an end due to I know. Yeah, due to that whole process.
1: Okay, so Snoop Dogg gave up the smoke before Thanksgiving. He didn't give up shit. He did not. But that All was he a did was hell of a to the marketing. Bag. He had people giving up the smoke with him when he didn't give up the smoke. He just was involved in uh, a campaign for a smokeless fire pit.
0: Yeah. Which I might get. get, He getting into into the bag. Yeah. I ain't
1: mad at him at
0: all. From the sketches deal to the... the, uh, Because, like... George Foreman made hell of a lot of fucking money off the George Foreman. Them grill. Foreman
1: grills, I'm saying. And Papa Snoopy, he got grandkids and stuff now. he yeah. doing. He doing hey, I didn't real. know.
0: I didn't know that Martha Stewart was eighty fucking two years old. You ain't know that? Probably
1: because she got so many facelifts and pulled it back so much I behind real, her ears.
0: Hey, well, shit, she didn't did it the right way. Cause I, shit, I didn't know she was eighty two. Yeah,
1: yeah. Went to jail, came out. You know, gangster stuff. You know, all right. Okay, so Amazon and Hyundai Hyundai, Hyundai, partner to allow customers to purchase vehicles online through Amazon Store.
0: So, are these brand new vehicles or are these used vehicles? I don't
1: know. not say.
0: Well, I hope it's brand new. Like, if it's a brand new vehicle, I could kind of more or less see you doing that versus a used vehicle. Yeah. I don't. I can't. I wouldn't
1: do no I'm used not vehicle, buying it. No. I don't know about Amazon. I, I wouldn't do
0: that anyway, but I'm just saying, like, if it's a new vehicle... Like if you like, let's say you're able to go to a location and actually physically test drive and everything else. But you just going through this route because they might have the inventory and the actual Hyundai spot does not.
1: Right. Well, I get that. I get that. Um. Let's see. What else? Okay. <laughs> so the big story is the New York Adult Survivors Act. Um, it's opened it opened a year long window for survivors of sexual assault to file civil suits past the statute of limitations. Now the that window for that year closed Mm -hmm. this week. Correct so in that window we've seen a multitude of people (laughs) hit with suits. Um
0: Jamie Foxx.
1: Jamie Foxx, Marilyn Manson, Russell Brand, LA Reed, Jimmy Levine, Bill Cosby again, um, Donald Trump, Harvey Weinstein, Axel Rose, Cuba Gooding Jr. and our big uh motion picture star, <laughs> Diddy. Yeah. And Cassie filed a thirty million dollar lawsuit against Diddy, accusing him of years of physical abuse. And sexual assault amongst other things. Yeah. And it was settled in less than 24
0: hours. No, it was settled less than less. Like that day that it went up, it was settled by 11 o'clock p.m. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's a lot of controversy around it because people were like, well, why don't she um,
0: go for um, for a criminal." criminal? And also, you know, people's like, you know, why did he settle so fast? Does that mean that he did it? You know,
1: but he didn't settle fast. If you look at the paperwork,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, she was
0: smart. She 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 her made sure was she phenomenal. Yeah, because
1: right. she was not only a a partner of his, like a girlfriend. She made sure they made sure that they put that she was an employee. Yeah, which she was. She had a ten ten album deal <laughs> with Bad Boy. I don't know how many albums we got, but technically she was an employee
0: mm-hmm.
1: so wow
0: so she not just happened to hit his pocket she, right
1: she hit it and she, she put everybody in there yeah and in order to not or to get the heat off of them they uh got those insurance uh policies flowing a lot of people don't know that you get insurance on a lot of your cfos and well anybody that you any company that you go into they have insurance on you. Yeah. So, um, with him doing this, that money came fast. And thus that, that was from those insurance policies.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, also they said why it was better for her to do civil one. I don't know how long, you know, her statutes of limitations were on mm-hmm. Cause she had a couple of, a couple of different things. Yeah. Um, with civil if they did go to like trial or something like that he would have to take the stand in a criminal case he wouldn't have had to take the stand so
0: and like this whole situation is a tricky is a tricky situation like anyway you know what i'm saying like first off if if you know, what she's alleging happened truly did happen, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Nobody should have to go through that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how much we may think Diddy, like Diddy, or like like his music, whatever whatever, whatever the case might be. Like, that's something, and I, I ain't gonna lie, I love me some Cassie. So, like, to hear it, like, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Like, but like, to hear her have to endure something like that, yeah. like, that's that's whack as hell. But it's you know my, what I'm saying? But it's not,
1: um, but it's not um, new kind of to hear of uh, the little conspiracy just yeah, like you heard yeah. R. Kelly will be at McDonald's or after you know the, but like, the high school. I, I ain't gonna
0: lie like my eyebrows was raised high when it was going like as far as like the details were going mm-hmm. like the sex trafficking the prostitutes like all yes. this and that you know what I mean like and then now, like, I don't, like I said, I don't know how true none of this is, so uh, don't quote me on anything. Alleged. I'm very alleged. <laughs> it was alleged. Um, so, like, the one of his former bodyguards is coming out, having a lot to say, you know. Well,
1: that's only because his name is in the paperwork. Like, no. well, the first bodyguard that's been talking, Gene Deal, all on the internet. He's been saying the uh, Diddy's been doing all this stuff for years, and that's why Kim, you know, her nose broke and all that stuff. But he wasn't there along the lines of Cassie. Yeah. Um. But the other one was just saying that. Uh, I guess he felt some type of way, and that um, he will make sure he he'll, he'll take a bullet for him, and his kids, but. He didn't feel like Diddy did the same for his son who was locked up or might be currently locked up 13 Mm. years in Dubai Mm. or something like that. But he's overseas Mm. and uh, couldn't get any help.
0: Mm. So so do you think his run is over or do you think he's like coming to a halt at least because oh. we haven't seen a lot of separation going on as of right now yeah
1: it's a lot of separations uh capital preparatory charter schools in harlem announced the end of their partnership uh did uh you know we talked about how sean john he was buying the rights back to that and mm-hmm. going to relaunch it um apparently it was going to go into macy's and macy's decided to phase it out mm-hmm. uh Alcohol giant Diageo cites Cassie's abuse claims as the reason Diddy shouldn't be the face of Deleon Tequila anymore. And uh, it says that Diddy, as of, you know, when I saw that, temporarily stepped aside as chairman at Revolt in the wake of a sexual assault lawsuit. He would, I think, have to do a lot of pivoting because most of these, Well, some of these companies that, you know, like the chairman of Revolt and stuff like that, that's where a lot of the insurance money came from. So I don't know how they're going to have to pivot it for him to be in a he wouldn't be able to be in a a leadership role because they wouldn't be able to get insurance back for -hmm. those positions again. And then he would have to really think about he would have to pivot the hell out of some stuff, especially like with bad boy. Bad boy is his legacy, you know, for his kids. Yeah. So he would have to do a hell of a pivot. And that's if they don't bring up criminal charges.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's going to be interesting to see, like, it's still a lot to like
1: take in. I guess
0: take in and to see what unfolds from this, because I heard like Cassie was supposed to be writing a book or something like that. Like
1: oh, everybody was writing a
0: book. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know what this means for that or anything else. I just hope like her mental and emotional well being is is smooth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like no, no amount of money can like really fix that. Oh no. But I understand like oh if you got the chance to revisit something that within this time and space yeah and you know maybe the lawyer felt like yo we can make sure this is at least this part is handled yeah you know what I'm saying, or and they could have, you know, because they said that it's been like this process has been working out with them for like six months. Yeah, it's, before it, they it's, got to this point. It,
1: yeah, it it hasn't been like a, a total like okay, I went in there today and all of a sudden it's bam. Yeah. Um, because you have to be strategic about how you so, present stuff. So what? I'm sorry. Especially with like a, a bigger yeah person like Diddy who seems to have a lot of power. You just can't just be like here,
0: boom. So why do you think that? They when they first was getting worried about it, or when Diddy first was getting worried about it, why you think they didn't take action then before it got to this far? Did you think they didn't have enough information? Do you think that they didn't have enough to the claim? Or? I don't
1: think this claim has been new to him for like anybody.
0: So why do you think that it wasn't cause like obviously you can nip it in the bud? in and we don't get to this point.
1: Uh, allegedly. <laughs> he has been in uh, well not even allegedly because you know remember Cassie and Lauren London used to be real good friends. Like best mm-hmm. friends you used to see them all the time then all of a sudden you didn't see them. Lauren London's older sister Capricorn was Diddy's assistant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And remember he apparently the allegedly the story is that when Cassie has supposedly started dealing with a uh, Kid Cuddy or found mm-hmm. out they were liking each other, yeah, dating, um, that she knew about it, mm-hmm. um, and I guess since she didn't possibly, tell, yeah, that's the reason why it's caught And um, that's why you know he had beat the crap out of her, and somebody paid her to not, um. Filed a lawsuit, so I think she got paid twice. But she couldn't work because he said that she got beat because she stole something. Mm-hmm. So you can't be an assistant again if you got that reputation. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, I ain't know nothing about that.
1: Yeah, and it it made sense once they brought it back up, and I'm like, yeah, they they were like they were like this. They were always together. Um. But it's it's a it's it's a couple of I I think he had some powerful people behind him that made mm. him you know a power to be reckoned with, and I think either those people are not in position anymore, or they don't want him to have as much power as they used to give him,
0: mm.
1: and they're ready for the takedown. But you know it was a psychic, right? Because you know I'm going conspiracy theory. <laughs> it was a psychic about what, five, six months ago. that said she had talked to Kim Porter. And that all of this stuff was going down.
0: She on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah, you on your YouTube.
1: I'm just saying, she on YouTube was six months ago. And she said that it was three other people uh, close to Diddy that was going to go down for the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: We're just going to see
0: yeah most most definitely um like i said from my standpoint you know nobody should have to go through like that type of shit yeah uh yeah it's just it's, it's, it's just sad all the way around um and then you know for us having people that we grow up and you look up to and you like oh i want to inspire to be this person business-wise right you know what i'm saying like it does taint the legacy. It,
1: it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like really along does. the way.
0: you like, I might have liked this artist. or What happened to this artist? And you know what I'm saying? Not saying that. You know what I mean? It it, it raises speculation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when you never heard of this person ever again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, you know, or all of these other things. But, you know, we're going we gonna to see what happens. But nobody should have to go through that.
1: Yeah. Ooh. And, to, it, and but it makes sense why, well, allegedly they said that, you know, he was taunting her, you know, mentally and certain stuff. So it makes sense why her husband would say like certain things, you would see certain stuff come out in the media and he would just say certain things. And you'd be like, "Oh, well, why would you just say that? Like, where is this coming from? So in the background, I guess some stuff was happening anyway, mm. where, um maybe she felt like she's not scared anymore because people are like, well, why now one, you got this act coming well, yeah. to a close Two, not a lot of people that, um, I guess when you're in the midst of, she was 19 when she got with him. Mm, yeah. So like in the midst of it and you're, you're trying to leave or you, you go on a break from a person, they blow up somebody's car. You know what I'm saying? You've yeah. seen what he's done to other people.
0: And do you think she was, like, at one point still under contract with him? And maybe, like, that's, like, over with.
1: Isn't that contract? She didn't do 10 albums.
0: Right. So that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, so some type of way. You know what I mean? Like. Nah. I think it
1: was a, a thing of just finding a way out. Like. You know, somebody said like, you know, when Tina Turner tried to get away from Ike that one time, mm-hmm. and he went straight to her mama's house and got her. So it was wow. like, where am I going to go to get away from this person? Yeah. Um, and kind of get her bearings, and cause like, why would all of a sudden you you left, married your trainer, had two kids with him? It's like you're you felt safe in that space, and yeah. when I think about it, it's like okay, that was her trainer. How long was he her trainer? You know what I'm saying? Maybe that was her out. That was the person that was like, you don't have to do this because they were like, oh, it's it's just like the R. Kelly thing. There's people around and they're not saying anything. You getting the 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 bejesus beat out of you, and he's sending you to Hawaii for three weeks, so can't nobody see you you having uh allegedly having your own private doctors and they email you her records allegedly <laughs> so yeah. it's like no it's
0: it's, it's deep it's a, it's it's a lot
1: to feel that level of trapped and cuz i've had some uh relationships where i feel like somebody was being a little bit controlling you ain't you can't with my ass but you know what i'm saying but so to even Think that you can't get out of something with somebody knowing the money and power they have behind them.
0: Not correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: I'm saying pay me shoot. Cause that's the one thing you do. Somebody powerful with money. The only thing you're going to do is hurt. their pockets.
0: No, that's That's the
1: only thing you put him in jail. He's going to hire a fire. Uh, legal team. Yeah. He allegedly shot somebody in the club and Shine got deported. So like, <laughs> so, I mean, we just hear about the stuff and see about it on the media. Yeah. You getting stuff firsthand and, and being right next to the guys. So like, I could just imagine.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, to think that people could be around these alleged acts mm-hmm. for decades i think that's the point that that like blows my mind right you know what i'm saying um and that's not i'm not targeting to that at Diddy. i'm just saying for any situation yeah for any situation you know what i'm saying but uh but yeah man that's that's all i got Mm-mm-mm. you got anything else
1: uh oh Shirley ralph she received a ton of love from fans as the first black Mrs. Claus at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade.
0: Oh, okay. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah.
1: She looked nice. That lady never aged.
0: Oh, that's dope. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. You and your rattling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to say do up.
0: Mm. But you got anything you want to add?
1: Boing, boing. Do up.
0: That's what you're adding? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all I got.
0: I ain't I ain't got too much of nothing either. Okay. Um, oh, we ain't even... I'm just going to give a brief about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was smooth. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Ate well, cooked well, relaxed. Okay. Oh, yeah,
1: that. I had a good birthday. I forgot I turned 27 uh, again.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I had. I had a great birthday. My girls that came down, well... I was celebrating it early, yeah. all the way up until my birthday. Mm-hmm. Came down, we went out a little bit, we did a little winery trip, mm-hmm. um, cooked some fish, like chill. Like I, have a, uh, I got three best friends, one is in St. Louis, one's in Maryland, one's in Texas, so they just decided to come down here and we hung out, and I just really appreciated them for that.
0: That's what's yeah. up
1: i had a good time
0: okay okay that's what's up did you enjoy your thanksgiving
1: i did i did i ate a lot and i didn't have to cook anything but hey man (laughs) and i called it good
0: no that's that's what's up so i'm glad you had uh you enjoyed your day i did days days and enjoyed your enjoyed your thanksgiving i did you know what i'm saying um, it was a little hectic for me with coming back on like technically a Tuesday and then Oh yeah. And then uh Did it, you have
1: to buy your stuff real quick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I did that. I did I think I started buying everything on Tuesday and then got some last minute stuff on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I forgot. Since I didn't have to cook, um, I kind of forgot Wednesday and mm-hmm. decided to go to the grocery store. I was getting some breakfast stuff.
0: Yeah, them lines. And are I ridiculous. was like,
1: "Why the hell are these people?"
0: <laughs> yeah, like self checkout lines, long as shit. Ah oh, man. You I, know they ain't really got no checkout people, so the no. no line is long as hell. No,
1: the checkout people. They, everybody is standing at self checkout.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And they they looking at you. I'm like, "Won't you help me check out?" Because it's five of y'all.
0: Right, just but- standing there but it wasn't it wasn't too bad it was a little annoying but it wasn't too bad because i got primarily everything else that i needed Mm -hmm. so yeah tuesday wasn't bad it was in and out for the most part um maybe had to run to a couple spots um but that last day was just like a couple last minute things that i didn't want to spin out the ass for right so i'm like let me go see if and that was the thing because i I forgot to get it the day before Mm -hmm. uh Aldi's these didn't have it for the cheaper price, so it's like you gotta, <laughs> you ain't got no trade but to go to this other spot. You might pay a little bit more, but you just you need it. So You just had to make was.
1: sure you got it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no, it was it was smooth. You know, we got like right around the corner, Christmas and New Year. So
1: yeah.
0: So yeah, we're finna conclude another year in a second. You know what I'm saying? And that
1: was fast. Yeah. I'm ready, cause I'm tired of 2023. Yeah, bring on 24.
0: No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely ready for 24, what it has to offer, the things I've been working on these last couple months to, this that's, mm-hmm. that's going to transpire, so, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to see what's up, you know what I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah
1: excitedly interesting Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like cuz
1: interesting can go any kind of no, way these no, days. No, that's, a, no, that's a fact. 2023 been interesting. <laughs> and like next year should
0: be actually a fire year sneaker wise, too. I hope from so. Like, from like from what I'm seeing, you yeah. know what I mean from what speculated to drop so far, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be dope. I hope so cuz
1: uh I think they lagged a couple of times well, most of this year.
0: I think this year was actually had had a lot of had a lot of fire shit. It's just it was just a lot going on with, you know, like all the the theft that was going on, yeah, and all like you know that looting. Like actually, when I was in L.A., it was they was looting. uh, uh They had straight like well, I think it was like sixteen teens had trash bags and went in there and ran in like a Nike outlet or whatever. Oh, and filled, filled the bags. Up, oh out. yeah 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 yeah.
1: That so, wasn't the one that that happened this past weekend. Yeah, they that, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so somebody was like, "That's one hell of a Black Friday."
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot. It was. It's, it's just been a lot going on, but it's been a lot of fire releases now that I can recall that came out this year. I think this year been a better a better year um, of things releasing, um, but this upcoming year look really promising with a lot of stuff that's yeah. releasing as well. oh i thought about thanksgiving real quick oh okay I, I thought you were finna say something i should have <laughs> <should've> known better <laughs> so with that being said this is episode 128 of the more sneaker podcast i'm your host to sneakers and it's this is my co-host
1: i sell sneakers not dreams